live? Can I post the link? Already? Yeah, go ahead and post the link. We have one minute. But um Can they hear us through this one minute? Check. No escucho nada, me acaban de cortar. Check, me acaban check. de cortar. Yeah, we're live. Yeah, so that's a, a common theme on my videos is I usually start singing for some reason. Lo peor es que no me sé la rola. Lo peor es que no cantas bien. Pero estoy bien chido. Es lo peor de todo. Yo nada más quiero que sepan que el episodio de ayer estaba bien chido. ¿Cuál episodio de ayer? Cuando yo nomás decía que sí. Who's breathing into the mic? You are. Who was the one clicking for a night? Hello, everybody. We're back live here from the studio uh, in Conroe, Texas. We'll be... Uh, on Facebook Live, and um, yeah, so today we have a special guest. Today uh, we have Giovanni Zuniga, also known as Joba Film. He is a photographer and entrepreneur. He loves sports, loves all things about sports, basketball, soccer, football. He's very talented and very unique individual. Um, known him pretty much half of my life and uh you know so yeah so uh how are you today we just finished the workout yes um well first of all thanks for the for the proper introduction um just finished the workout so feeling uh feeling good a little sore hit chest today um and we're here now go ahead chest namas puro chest Chest, uh, shoulders, and triceps. We hit upper body today. Upper we, body. We pulled the ray. Nice, yeah. nice. I did a... Uh, Arms. Just in case you guys were curious, and so you guys are asking me what I did. I did uh, biceps and shoulders and the abs. You went like that. I immediately thought something else. Spider-Man? No. That's bicep. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so so what? tell us, what, what do you do right now? What are you doing? What are you uh, working on? Um, well, this is my second time being here. Last time was more of entertainment, as we stated. Right. Um, this time I'll give you guys more of a proper introduction as to who I am and why I believe you guys have me here. Uh, so I'll give a little bit more of a background story, an origin, as uh, X-Men would say. I like that. So I, I'm just a, a curious person. I've always been uh, uh, the odd, odd duck I've always questioned things. I've always been curious about how things work, how people have achieved the things they have achieved. Um, that that was something that was instilled in me through my parents, and then I think it got it got enhanced even more when I moved here to the United States, and um, I didn't speak the language, uh, so. One of the things that I did to kind of like start picking up on the language was reading. And I started reading a lot just to to Im help me improve my, you know, my communication skills, not knowing that I was doing something that was going to help me out in the long run for a lot of different things. So as many kids do, I started reading those Goosebump books, Ooh, those finished books. all of those. 
And that was like really my introduction to reading. I just like the covers. I the never read them. You never read them? They were so they were, good. They were good. They were, they were good. For what I could read and understand, which was like a quarter of it, they were good. Um, yeah, I didn't read a book until after college, I think. That explains a lot. Yeah. Go ahead. Finish your story. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's kind of like what introduced me to reading. Um, and I was in fifth grade. Um, and then after that, it was just like, what else can I read? Uh, and that's kind of like what began my, my curiosity into like many things that I've done throughout my, you know, my lifetime. Um, we were talking about how I've been in many different industries. I've done a lot of different things. Uh, they're mostly related to sales. Um, you were like in the car dealership business for a while. So that was the, my last job. I was a, a car salesman, a new car salesman at Gullo Ford here in Conroe. Still recommend the spot. Uh, I I really love the environment. I love the people I work with. I I love my job, but I personally am at this point in my life. I'm a I'm a creative person, and I can't I couldn't stand myself sitting there waiting for Wait. people to come to me, and me have to do the sale. Uh, with that said, I think that was that last job was one of the reasons why I decided to to really focus on just being creative just because I, I was not fulfilled. So we'll, we'll get into a lot of different things and kind of like philosophies, but uh, fulfillment was one of the things that I was really searching for and like just making a sale wasn't, wasn't fulfilling for me. Um, so kind of going back to the origin, you know, I've, I've done sales most of my life. Um, I've worked in machine shops. I worked at a bank. Um, at a bank? Yeah, what I worked bank? at a... First National First Bank. First National Bank. Mm-hmm. What? He's why are you looking <laughs> at me? Well, should we ask you? He was stuck, so I <laughs> answered for him. Yeah, I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I've worked See, there. This guy worked at Subway. You see? Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that. I was there forever. Yeah. Forever I, ev- and then some. Everybody doesn't know it. Everybody. So That's watching this right now. It's one person. <laughs> I mean, 1,000 persons. So, actually, while you were at Gullo, you were still making videos. And that was was that still part of like the 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 creative in you still wanting to come out still like like you said I, I'm tired of just sitting at, well not tired but you know I couldn't wait and stay still did you actually as a young kid were, did your parents ever t- tell you that that you can't stay still like you're always doing something um so growing up um my parents encouraged me to do different things um when I was five years old my dad's been a musician his whole life so he would always take me to. He would always take me to his uh, rehearsals. Oh, those were great. I went to a couple of them. And then coming back from one of the rehearsals when I was five years old, uh, he said I was singing. Well, my sister and I were singing, uh, my younger sister. And he said he heard me sing with with some kind of direction, like musical direction. Okay. Because we all sing and, you know, we all sound great in our heads. Right. But certain people can, can kind of, like, pick up on things or... Um, I guess the tones, the tunes up, down. Correct, correct. When to go deep, when to go high. When to start singing, when to stop. Like, musically, there's there's formulas to everything. So, you know, after 16 beats, you start. Uh, you know that, um, you know... 16 beats of singing then you have like a hook or whatever like right. there's a formula to everything and we don't know those things but sometimes people just pick up on them right, just out right. of like nature 
and he noticed that I picked up on that. So he started giving me singing lessons himself. Um, and then from there, I participated on, um, on uh, I think it was Mother's Day was the first thing that I did. Right. And I sang um, in front of my whole school for all the mothers. And then that that just kind of like became like a normal thing for me, like being in front of people, uh, performing. Um, I was always encouraged to, you know, to be different in a good way. So th that that was kind of always instilled in me. Coming back to like the, the Golo thing. When I was there, I just felt like that was a job. And I don't know if, if a lot of people can resonate with this, but when when you're going to work and it's, it's just a job, most things, even if you love them, they tend to just become a job. Correct. But there's a certain sense of fulfillment when you do something that you really love and enjoy that you don't get out of just going and, you know, I, I don't want to say anything in particular, but when you're doing something that you don't enjoy at all and you're doing Correct. it just out of necessity – which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Everybody right. has, you know, different needs. And if, if your family depends on you to, to bring the bread home, you have to bring do it. At all costs. But I, I would encourage people to, if you feel like you're, you're in a place where you're not feeling fulfilled, um, there's so many ways to look at it and maybe, like, try to do something different with your life. Correct, correct. Yeah, it comes a point where it, I guess it stops being financial at a certain point. Right, like you said, it was no longer like financial. Like you probably still need it to pay your bills, but at that point you're like, Hey, I'm I'm not all the way fulfilled as you said. So what made you at what point do you're like, All right, this is my last week, my last month, now I gotta focus here. So I'd love to say that, you know, and, and this is gonna go this is gonna go further into like the conversation, but as as humans we love to say, Oh, I, I made a decision or oh I did but most of the times it's like when shove when push comes to shove and you have to make a decision that's whenever like things usually change so for me it was covid covid hit uh the the dealership slowed down a lot and then since i had been there for like 6 7 months i was one of the new guys uh they told me yeah so i was laid off i was laid off uh about a month later i got a call back from them or i don't know how long and it was just like a decision had to be made. And my decision was like, I don't care how bad things get. Mm -hmm. I'm not going back. Like, I, I just want to do whatever I feel fulfilled doing. And we were talking about that, you know, with you yesterday, um, how you have to make decisions. And even if they, they cost you something, um, you know, when, when you really want to do that, you, you fight and you, you, you know, you claw your way to the point that you want to get, no matter how bad things get. Correct. So, for me, it was just a decision of, like, I want to feel like I'm doing something versus I'm just going to a job. Right. And it, that was more of a personal thing. Um, and as, as with anything, uh, we'll get into, like, the business side of what I do. But... Um, all businesses are up and down just because you you're a business owner doesn't mean you're necessarily like hitting it right off the right. bat but i think that with proper um with a proper idea and following the steps that have already been laid out by people that are already successful at that thing 
if you are good at noticing what somebody has done and following those patterns, you're easier to get there than if you just want to make all the mistakes that are to be made. Correct. We'll talk about uh, we when we're in 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 our personal chats, we we say you know like what wealthy people say, and one of the things is like fail cheap and fail fast. I've heard that recently in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So, so, from my experience, like I had. Like, uh, there's jobs that you like because you're in the industry. So I'm a designer. Uh, I was I was in an agency, right? And I loved what I do. I love the work. Mm-hmm. But there's certain times where um, even the job that you have, like, as a dream, like, it becomes something that you don't want. And it could be many reasons, like management. There's not enough money in, mm-hmm. in it. Um, many, many things. And there's comes to a point where you have to like leave, like you said. So even if you're like in your dream job, it, it, some, it becomes something that you don't want. Um, and you have to make that decision before it gets too, too sour, you know, or before things go bad. Um, you have to make that decision. And most of the time, like you said, it's because of pain or pleasure that you make these decisions, mm-hmm. um, too much pain or you want it so, so bad that you'll do it. Um, usually it's like whenever you don't do anything, it's because there's not enough of one or the other. Yeah. Um, in my previous job, like they gave me a raise, um, I was the lead, you know, but it just wasn't, Uh, I was doing everything that I wanted to do as a career, but it just wasn't enough. There was too much pain to, to continue it. And, and, you know, even if it's just a job, like there's still other circumstances that, uh, that that will supersede that the the pleasure of you doing what you love you doing the job that you want to do you know for me it was management for you it might be like you know the the mundane or the routine of selling cars yeah so uh, that's where we go back and i say like usually a job will become a job no matter how much you love it um but i think at that point it's like you know your your morals, your standards, um, what um, what you accept, what you want to to do with your life, who you are as a person. Are you done learning? Right. Um, so at that point, management becomes a really big part of the picture. So on paper, everything makes sense. Oh, right. I'm, I'm doing my dream job. I, I graduated from college. I got this job. I keep getting races. Um, I'm doing um, race. It's like as in money. <laughs> Um, the mics I are racist. Little... <laughs> I was like, okay. So you, you're you're being monetarily compensated for your job, um, but maybe something is not there that you are you know you are wanting to be like you're stuck there. You're not personally growing. Um, you think management is doing things a certain way that like like we've talked about earlier like you've seen other people be successful by doing different things right but the the lead is not making those decisions because they it, it's going to vary for everything but like some people will make personal decisions for their business and that's going to be based on who they are correct and so i think it goes both ways like uh you can be your own boss you can do whatever you can be living your dream but you're not making any money it's time you're happy it's time and you're happy but you're not like there's priorities and then there's responsibilities that you have to provide that it's a sacrifice 
uh, of your happiness. You know, like going to school is not fun. Yeah. You know. Uh, to some, some people love going to school. Right, but like, you're gonna have to sacrifice to 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 do what you have to do, and then you eventually. Um, like for me, like I love the sacrifice. If that makes sense. Like I love doing the sacrifice because I know that that's where success is for me. For other people, it might it might not be, but for me, that's where it is. That's where I know that progress will be made is in the sacrifice. So let me ask you this: So, at what point, let's say I'm working a job and I'm not happy because of management, but what if it's me and it's not really management right so like people listening could be like well tommy doesn't let me do what i want and i want to do this and i want to do this but i can't like at what point is it you yourself your personal like this i'm not internally happy and is it just like i'm just whining at this point and am i changing things that, that's a good a good point that, of view. that makes sense because you, you mm. we're telling them that right like you didn't feel good but it's like okay is it really me inside or is it just because i don't like him and i don't like how they're so, uh, uh, like I always tell you guys, I am the per- easiest person to lie to. Ooh. So we will tell ourselves the story we want to hear a thousand times over before we accept that we are wrong. So that's where introspecting comes in. That's where you having to take yourself out of the situation and really look at things like logically, like, are, are they the problem or am I just whining? Are are they asking too much of me, or do I just not want to do the work? There you go. So one of the things that I like about what he said is like that's a mindset thing. So a lot of people get stuck in boxes, or they put themselves in boxes. Like, oh, I'm not a morning person. Oh, I'm not Good this, or oh, I am this. So one of the things that he touched on is like enjoying the 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 difficulty in something. So just, just to give you guys like a, an example of like the reason why I think the way I think is like, it's not because I'm smart. I've never claimed to be smart. I just like to pay attention and I usually just repeat things that have already been said. So, uh, I, I heard somebody say that if you endure like difficulty in, in, in anything for a prolonged period of time, you tend to become that who you say you are not. So, oh, I'm not a morning person, but I'm waking up early every single day and I don't enjoy it. But I've been doing this for five years. Right. But you are a morning person. Correct. Oh, I'm not a patient person, but I've been doing the same thing to get to the same goal that I want consistently for three years. I just want it now. But if you keep doing the same thing, you are a patient person. Right. So that that's like a like a belief. Limiting beliefs are things that like we, we touched on last time. And we'll we'll kind of bring it back a little bit more serious this time. So we are we are creatures of habit, and we tend to just repeat things that have already been said, uh, whether they're good or bad. I, I forgot it, um, where I heard this, but humans are very adapted, and they'll adapt to good things and they'll adapt to to bad things. So you can get used to to bad situations really fast. Right. And if you 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 start building a like um negative mindset of yourself you start becoming a um a victim of of your reality you're going to get stuck in that spiral and it's really yeah. hard to get out i very, I, I very have hard. to i have to 
there's a there's a mental health condition of um, the victim falling in love with this predator. Forgot the the terminology of it, but you fall in love with the pain so much that you want it, even if it's bad for you. Um, it's it's a term. I forgot the term. It's like some I can't grasp it. But uh, you fall in love with the with the with being a victim and being uh, in pain and in suffering so much that that's you fall in love with it. That's what is your norm. Correct. That becomes normal to you. And and that's that's who you become is that. Um, and it's just part of um, what you were talking about. Right. And it, I know a lot of people like that. And I think a lot of people always tell me, right, you're always positive. You're always like, and it's not that I'm always positive. It's just I, I, I don't want to think negative, right, because then I'm going to be negative And then it's going to like, I'm going to fall into that. So my... I don't know if I can say names here, but uh, certain persons are always like, man, like, I tell them, like, why are you already mad? Like, it's eight in the morning, bro. Like, you're talking about Luis? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, lining up, like, oh, it's because this, and then there was traffic, and then I got to work, and my boss, and I'm like, okay, like, think about it the other way, you know, like, hey, you at least made it, you, you woke up on time, you didn't wake up too late, you know, like, and I really, how do you do that? I'm like, bro, I don't know how, you know, just do it, like, don't, just like you focus on the negative, I focus on the positive. And 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 then he's always like that, and he's always in that circle, in that circle, in that circle, and it's hard to get out. And no matter w- how many posts I send him, how, how many things I do, he stays in there. And, I mean, wh- what would you guys think would be, like, certain things that someone with that, is it mentality? Mindset, or that mindset. Mindset that could, could do attitude. to maybe get I out mean, of it. You, you, mindset has been, like, a mainstream uh, word, but it's just your attitude and your perspective mixed together, like, How's your attitude about certain things? You know, is this glass half full or is it gla- is it half empty? It's about you know? three quarters full. It's about three quarters. That, uh, one quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it doesn't make sense it's if it's three quarters. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's your perspective on life, right? Like what's what's your what are you telling yourself in the world? Like what are you telling yourself about the world and how reality is? Are you telling yourself a good story or are you telling yourself a, a bad story? Okay. Now, now I do have to to add to that. It's it's easy for us to say that coming out of a place of where we already have that mindset. So one of the things that I've learned the the older I've gotten is having sympathy for people because we don't know what they've been through. Correct. And I I've been I've been guilty in the past of just saying, "Oh, you can change this about yourself." You it's a mindset thing. Definitely. But I I've I've come to realize that um it's it's a lot harder than just change your mindset you know you you have to learn to to understand people i think that's where listening to people is is very important right um and wanting to help versus just judging is is a big part of uh of that you know for me like i said my my parents always encouraged me to be different in a good way um do you think you're different in a good way right now um well I, I would tell myself I am, but I mean, you guys would be a, a better judge of that because you guys see what I do or you guys get to, you've gotten to know me a little bit more personally. Um, so like I said, we can always paint a picture of ourselves and right. be whatever we want it to be. But at some point, but based on what you just said, it doesn't matter what, what we think, right? We right. have to listen to you. So if you just told us that you feel you're good then you're good regardless of our judgment right now right to me you're horrible to him you're good but to you it's is, is 
what matters is what you think and what you feel, no? Yeah, well, uh, a serial killer will think they're doing the right thing just because that's what they feel they need to do. That doesn't mean it's the right thing. But kind of going back to the, the whole, um, you know, mindset thing. Well, he was talking about, uh, just to ground the conversation before we kind of go everywhere, he was talking about what can he do to help this person? Correct. Um, or these about people. Or this, the, these in people general. that, uh, in general, that are seeking for help, obviously, because he's talking about it and saying, how, Ray, how, how are you so positive? Mm-hmm. You know? So he asked, how can, how can, uh, what can you tell these people so they can uh, be more positive? Through, through experience, I think the only thing you can do is lead by example. So it's, you can shove. So you can't tell them anything. You you can you can tell them, but they're more likely to to follow um, follow what you are preaching if you are living like that. So if they and if if you just scream at somebody, oh, yeah. change your life, change your life, change. You, you're not enjoying this. David Goggins. <laughs> yeah. So some people need that. Right. So, some so, people so will you know? wake up from that. You don't know. But so the, you tried different. The best thing you can do here's here's my More point. Three, I think. My it's point of view, it, it's unlimited. But my point of view is, you should never tell people how to live their life. You should live the your life the way you want it to be. And if people want to to follow what you are doing, they'll pick at it. Yeah. Or, or so you that. should never tell people, oh, you need to do this. You should. You well, <laughs> you should is still based on your opinion of what mm. you would want your life to be. Um, and he gave me, when I, when I got out of high school, he had already been a year in, into his deep dive into finding out, you know, what he enjoyed, who he was. And he gave me this audiobook from Tony Robbins. And in, in that, in that, uh, audio book, uh, Tony Robbins said, um, you can build a highway to happiness in a dirt, in a, in a dirt road to anger or depression or so that's where you're talking about like you wake up and you're immediately happy right no you don't no okay not not always right but but there's no like today like i was telling you earlier right i slept more today and i woke up like down mm-hmm. and i was like I'm, i can just lay here for the next hour and a half before i gotta get up and get ready to go to work or whatever or i can just get up and go to the gym anyway right and i got up and went to the gym so that that's that's the mindset thing so a lot of people build the highway to anger and depression and it takes them a long uh, it takes a lot of things for them to be happy Positive. and just very little things for them to get upset or and that that may have a lot to do with how they grew up um you know we are merely like a we are nothing but a sum of all of our experiences and how we were exposed to certain things, the people we were exposed to. So we can't sit here and judge people that are like that. Correct. Um, but I think, like I said, and I don't think we necessarily should tell them how they should live their life. Right. But, but I think it is their responsibility to change anything that they want to change. Right. Correct. So, so it all comes within regardless. It, it, it has to, So one thing that I used to say is you, you can't help somebody that doesn't want help. Right. That that goes with mental health, with addiction, with 
progress with diet with uh, spiritual like so it has to come in within so that's why that's why i asked earlier what what can you tell that person to try to find that within because in my so earlier what you said is listening to people and hearing and understanding where they came from right but to me my my train of thought right is more like um yeah i'm gonna listen to you and and i'm gonna have your back and i'm gonna let you desahogarte y decirme lo que quieres y eso but okay so you still gotta get the stuff done right like like so I, I i don't keep that concept of just listening and feeling sorry for them and like ah okay now i know why you think that way regardless like i don't know where i heard it but it's like everybody had has had a shitty childhood a shitty past or whatever right we all have everybody has a story a sob mm-hmm. story or this or that whatever right but i think within they have to just get up and decide one day and just like change it because you know then it just becomes not annoying but it just becomes like um repetitive right like kind of like okay you're, you're still in that circle so so i think that that's a very no that's that's good that's a, a really good point so that's i think that's what friends are for Yes. And at some point, you have to realize that you have to stop becoming an enabler. So you you have to stop enabling people to double down on, on what they think of themselves, of how they feel. Yes, you should listen, and yes, you should you know sympathize with them, but you can't allow them their whole life to be a certain... I mean, you could, but if you really love somebody, you're, you're going to try to to do what, whatever's in your power to want to help that person. So that's where the difference of, but that's, 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 I don't know if that's true because, um, your mother loves you, your family loves you, but there are habits and traditions that are stronger than, than that. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to say, Oh, my mother doesn't love me because she feeds me bad food. You know, it's like, there's things that go deeper than love and affection there's like rooted things that are just way beyond what we think as love you know like all of our mexican culture loves us like my family loves us everybody loves us but if like you're to say oh if you really love me you would feed me the right type of food correct but they don't but doesn't mean that they don't love you correct they're just there are things that are but that's just lack of knowledge even if they know like it's not like even if they know like it's 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 rooted in into something way deeper than than love culture i'd say culture yeah right like so at at some point um and and this goes to you know i think this goes out to everybody we we can't blame our parents for doing what they did whether it was quote unquote good or bad that's right. just they are just doing the best that they could i don't think we should blame um our circumstances you know how we grew up with where we grew up how at some point like Luis said you have to take responsibility for your life and yes you could follow those same traditions yes you could follow that same culture um and at some point you you have to realize and I, I hate to say that you have to. It's just like some people do, and then they make the decision whether they want to to keep going, better it, better it or not. Right. I feel like you have to, in a sense, you have to. Well, no, you have to if you want to, right? Some people, hey, I'm happy just doing my basic necessities. I eat. I don't care about nothing. Cool. Keep mm-hmm. going. 
right? Like, but I think we said that earlier, right? It's, it comes when when people start complaining, then it's like, okay, so either you accept who you are and you and you want to stay in that in that circle that you're doing and you're paying your bills and you're taking care of your family and whatever. Okay, cool. But once you start saying, oh, I'm out of shape. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh. I, I can't take this trips. Oh, it's, it's this. Okay, well then, at that point, then you have to do something about it because nine by vinir te va a dar algo. And like Jordan Peterson says, like if you open up for discussion, you open up yourself to be get your feelings hurt, right? Because those are your ideas, and they're going to be conflicting. You're especially if somebody that's going to be at a different mindset than you are, or a different belief, or a different anything. Um, then that's when that happens, like. Yeah, you can you you can do whatever you want, but once you start complaining, you're asking people for your feedback and their advice. Um, if 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 you're not, then you know you wouldn't be complaining. And at, at that point, I feel like there's big influence in like who your circle is. Definitely. So you're gonna be in the circle of enablers, where you're gonna tell you, oh well, you know. Things could always be worse, right? It's like, like uh, I don't have money. Oh, cool, but your your friends go out every day to eat and and spend money, but then you're complaining that you don't have money. But you're in that group of friends that just spend money, right? Or I used to be with a group of friends that that you know, like you know, let's say there's ten of us, right? And there's seven of us that are in good positions, you know, and then the other three aren't. But but they hang out with us. And then they complain that they don't have money or they can't do certain things. But it's like, well, you shouldn't be in the circle. I mean, that sounds horrible, right? But if you canceled. <laughs> so I heard an example yesterday of uh, these, these people that were going out <laughs> to eat. And this person was complaining that whenever, let's say, us three go out to eat, we split the bill four way, three ways. And, and say you guys would be drinking a lot, you know, and I don't drink. You know, I thought to myself, yeah, that's not fair that, you know, she gets to, you know, only buy her drink of Coke and it's like three ninety nine, and everybody else is drinking. and Crown and Coke. Yeah, like $40, you know, whatever, $50 drinks, and then I have to pay for that. You know, she was complaining about that. And then I, I thought about myself and I was like, well, every time I go out now, I, I'm now. okay with... Yeah, now that I'm in a better position, like I'm okay with covering the bill. You know, it's it's an honor for me to cover the bill. Um, if we go out, let's say once a month or twice a month, it would be an honor for me to cover the bill. Correct. But there's certain people that um, that would want to just, you know, say, "Oh no, I'm not in that position." Like, just let me pay for me. Correct. Uh, and I think both of them are, are right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like me, when I was younger, it, if I knew I didn't have much, like if he's, if, if let's say Giovanni's paying and then he orders something that's 12 bucks, I'm going to get something that's 12 or below. Right. But that was just me. <laughs> right. Like he's not going to get something and then I'm going to be like, oh, give me samplers, you know, give me two of these and give me, you know, that like, but again, that all comes within well, me. Where did you get that? I think it was just me, myself, like, um, I think I've always been, like, like, um, como se dice, imprudente. Like, I don't want, like, like, you're already helping me out, right? But I'm not going to be, like, take advantage of you more, right? Mm -hmm. Like, hey, Ray, it's on me. Let's all go. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. You know, 
And I think also would be when I would do it to people, right? And I'd be like, hey, let's go. Don't worry about it, man. I got you. And then they're like, dang, this guy just ordered all this. Like, like, like in my mind, right? And I'm like, all right, dije que le iban invitar, so I will. But it's like, geez, like, you know, like, como he just earlier, like, like, it's not fair, but, but I guess I didn't set a limit. Projecting mm-hmm. your beliefs on other And people. I think it just depends where you're at. Right. Because uh, I heard um, the story this, this morning of Andrew Tate. We hope we don't get canceled. But We've been canceled multiple times. <laughs> it's okay. He went out on a date with this girl, and she was the one saying the story. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we went out. He was super gentleman, super <coughs> this. We got the fanciest drinks, the fanciest everything. Um, and then he ordered me the XXL um, Uber, right, the best of the best. And then he sent me off on my way. And I was like, that would, you know, that's how I want to treat my friends, like, I want to be able to say you can get the best of the best of whatever you want in this menu. You know, I mean, what's going to be like a $40 steak, you know, but are you not going to go over? I'm glad I've had this relationship with you for years. He's not going to go over over the balance. You know, he's never going to go over the, you know, it's not going to be the LeBron James that spends a hundred thousand in a bar. Right. But are you enabling me now? Because Nicholas I'm very basic, what? my my job's basic, and tú me vas a invitar, so it's like, heck yeah, like I don't gotta work extra. I got a buddy that's gonna take care of me now. Oh, um, then yeah, then maybe, you will yeah. become that guy that you were just talking about. Correct. Mm. So, but uh, if I'm that guy already, like I don't care. Right. Like I'm I'm happy with my part time job, paying my bills. Yeah, you probably. Then, um, this probably sounds bad, but you probably wouldn't be my friend. Oof. Or it's. it's I'll have to correct you on that because I know you you don't just cut people off like that, but you do have friends that you do certain things with, and other friends that you do other things with. Right. So correct. we were talking about this morning. You'll become that friend that I like to have over with uh, the family for fajitas because I know you behave well and you're funny. But maybe whenever we go out and we do this other thing, uh, I'm not gonna think of you right away. Oof. So. Right. Th- there's so you, you know, pick and choose you you can enable people by always paying for them or you can be your friend and be like hey do you need some help yeah i don't think always or you can just cut people them. off but you can't you can't uh, ask them for help because now you're offending me what do you mean i need help why do i need help if going back to what he said if you op- if you open up the dialogue ah, okay, okay then you open up correct, for correct. you know your feelings to get hurt and by that he means uh for me to tell you what you don't want to hear gotcha right. so COVID happened Right. And then you're like, all right, I'm not going back to that. Right. Your mind switch. Is it a mind switch? Um, n- yeah, let's just say it was it's just like kind of sort of like. So then you started grinding. You started looking for shoots, looking for videos, looking for weddings, looking for <clears throat> for what well, what exactly do you do? Just photography? Um, I video? do. I do photography and video. Um, I wouldn't choose the word grinding. Um, I think that's like a very uh, modern modern term of pop culture. Is Gary Vee came out and is like hustle culture, always grinding, never not working. Never. I mean, you work or you don't work. Are so you part him. of the uh, hustle culture? I I don't advise. I don't advise that, and that'll kind of go a little bit deeper into like my personal beliefs. And why I got there and how I got there. Um, but is one term better than the other? Which one? 
hustle grind never not working <laughs> i think they all encompass the same the same mindset of work hard no matter what um at a sacrifice of your well-being of your um yeah at the sacrifice of your well-being because you can be going nine to five and be grinding every day right you can be very efficient from nine to five to, to add to that i'm not saying that that's a bad thing no, no, no I'm just i'm not because i feel like when people speak up against that terminology it is always um looked upon as oh i'm hating on that i i think that's a bad thing i think people should work i think people um you know should i think people want that want to better themselves uh depending on where they're at in life and where where they're at um you know in their mindset intellectually the the skills they have mm -hmm. there are certain things that they have to do um that is going to get them to the next level if they want to for some people they they you know you kind of have to um know who you are and if you if we talked about this yesterday if you know you're that person that uh is more than likely not going to be self-motivated to go out and do these things um then what's going to be better for you quote unquote and that's you know just using as what general public will agree is like make you more money mm -hmm. is go to a um a job where there's going to be structure where you have to follow these things and you can be very good at that job and end up, you know, being rewarded very well for that. Gotcha. So at that point you knew you, you could do that. You um, didn't want the structure no more. COVID happened. You're like, okay, now my mentality is I need to go work. So here's, here's, here's a thought to that. Um, there is such a thing as a starving artist. So that's a very real thing. Starving artist. Can you? A starving artist.